Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man on the Post podcast. As always, I am producer Ross, I'm the host of this podcast, and joining me today, uh, well, the best two hosts, really, uh, Colin and Adam. Welcome, chaps. Big words. Right. <laughs> Hi there. How you doing? How's your week been? Long. Long. Just, but I've done all my Christmas shopping, so. Yeah, in London, in the main part. Yeah, but you can't really argue with John Lewis's click and collect. Ah, <laughs> clever. If you haven't done your Christmas shopping with that, you're an idiot. <laughs> Top tips from around the post. Colin, what about you? Well, still a little bit of Christmas shopping to do, but yeah, um, yeah. lastminute.com, isn't it? So, uh... <laughs> That's advice but, for all parents, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but not long to go. Christmas soon. Yeah. Nice little break. Well, this is our last podcast before Christmas, so we won't have one next week. Because um, I'm not editing a podcast in between four night shifts and two days before Christmas. Um, so we'll be back probably the week after, I think. Um, let's start this week with someone who's not going to have a great Christmas. Steve Clark has been sacked by... Well, we're on gardening leave, isn't he, currently? Yeah, he's having a great time. Mowing <laughs> his lawn. <laughs> Warring his geraniums. <laughs> I thought this was a strange decision, but they're actually a lot lower down the table than I thought they were. Are they just uh, fifth from bottom, are they currently? Is that not is that not West Brom's position though? Yes, I think it is. Really, I don't know what you guys think, but as as we were just chatting before we started recording, like Lukaku scored seventeen goals for them last season, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't. I imagine they haven't had many strikers who scored them seventeen Premier League goals this season. Mm. It was he was a bit put them in a bit of a false position perhaps I'm sure they picked up points because of those goals that normally they wouldn't have got yeah he must have won them quite a lot of games on his own really I mean circa Everton in 2015 <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah see where Everton are next season see what's happening see if he is the difference maker well I'm, wor- I'm worried that Everton are going to lose out on the title on goal difference this season <laughs> because we didn't smash Tottenham like everyone else seems to be doing <laughs> Yeah, let's go straight to that one. Uh, 5-0 away from home, Liverpool. And a wonderful time. Suarez in particular, his second goal, the little lob. That was wonderful. I I was, like I said, I was clicking and collecting. (laughs) Yeah, you missed this. Greg and Tom, they were particularly pleased to see uh, Tottenham get smashed. I'm not sure what their hate is now, as Redknapp's no longer there, but... They just looked like they wanted the ground to open up and just swallow them halfway through the second half. They were just all over the place. Was there a red card? There was for Paulinho. Yeah. The 63rd minute. How how badly were they being beaten when they 
before uh, the red card, were 63rd they? Sixty-third minute, they were already two-nil down. Mm. Yeah, there was a lot more space in that midfield. Henderson looked like the best player on the pitch, I think, in this game, which is quite a statement with Suarez scoring two and being in the form he's in. But Henderson just controlled the game; everything went through him. Uh, well, with Hodgson was in the crowd as well. That's what you get for twenty million pounds, or <laughs> one good game in eighteen months. <laughs> no, that's that's unfair. I think he's actually been very good for a, yeah. all of this season, at least. Yeah, he just runs funny. He's got a weird run. Yeah, and that's enough for Alex Ferguson not to sign him. <laughs> yeah, Tottenham looked terrible, though. I think even before the sending off, they were never going to get back into the game. Just... Ooh, I've just I've just gone and looked at the, at the odds now on the next manager to leave and Phyllis Boas. AVB. <laughs> short, short of an even money. Oh, God, the sun will be all over that tomorrow. And... Uh, Allardyce has gone out to eight to one. Second oh. favourite. I backed him at three to one yesterday. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's go to the Etihad, and uh, probably the game of the weekend. He had a little bit of everything. Six three to Man City. It did. This I, I managed to watch this game at least. Some wonderful goals, wasn't there? There was. There was some good goals, and also, unlike I, uh, there was a time when I thought about at the end of the game, I was there thinking nine goals. <laughs> I was, I was thinking back to the um, to the Man United Reading game last season. Yeah, where there was up was it, it finished four three or something like that? Or yeah, there was a crazy amount of goals all in the first half, and I watched that game as well. And at the time, I, it wasn't one of those games where you could celebrate all the goals because the defending was just awful. It was actually a rubbish game. Mm. This this wasn't a rubbish game. There could have been more goals in this game. The amount of chances it's, both teams had, but it. Both teams were defending. That's why, mm. not always very successfully, but not <laughs> not necessarily terribly. I didn't think. No, Company and Kashani uh, particularly, they both really stood out. Kashani had a couple of um, real good blocks and sl- late sliding tackles that just put Negredo off. Particularly, I, th- I think that the Arsenal's biggest problem was Jack Wilshere. Mm. He was rubbish, and he wasn't swearing at the fans as well. Rubbish on the ball. And he he wasn't giving um, Nacho Monreal any help at all. No. Dealing with Zabaleta. So he was... Monreal was just overrun. Zabaleta had all of the space in the world. As you can see from the Negredo goal, where he has time to take a touch, put, pick his head up and pick out Negredo two yards out. Mm. Uh, goal of the game for me, Theo Walcott second. To kill that ball and just to loft it in over the six-foot-eight goalkeeper into the far corner. Superb. Yes. Truly superb. I didn't think Walcott could do that. Colin, did you see, did you see this game? I saw the highlights. Yeah, what did you make to it? Well, I agree with what Adam just said about Jack Wilshire. I mean, I think it's vital for England that he starts to sort of step up a gear, but it's, he's not showing any signs of it yet. He hasn't got the lung capacity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too many smokes. Um, but... You know he's he's not been back too long, has he? But uh, already Theo Walcott's showing his quality, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Um, Theo's got an assist for the um, Fernandinho goal. It's a lovely pass inside. Flamini got nowhere near, and <laughs> Fernandinho ran onto. So he's still getting assists, even if it's not for the right team. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get me bloody fantasy football points. <laughs> he can't help himself. 
he's got to have an assist every game. But this has really closed the, the uh, top of the table up, hasn't it? Four points now between top uh, four, I think it is. I think the other thing that this this result has done as well is that um, if, if you sort of think back to to Manchester United under Ferguson when they were really in their pomp, I, I do think that teams went to Old Trafford and were a little bit a little bit in awe, a little bit scared, mm. um, and would have gone there, you know, quite happily thinking, "Well, I'll take the point." Yeah, I think that's perhaps starting to happen, you know, when teams visit Manchester City at home as well. Yeah, um, that sort of fear factor. Away from home, it's diff- completely different. But at home, yeah, it's... haven't they scored like a crazy amount of a crazy amount of goals or something like that? I think it's something like in their last. I, I don't. I'm going to be making this up now, but it's a lot <laughs> a long time where I think they've scored over four goals at home or something. Like Jesus that. Christ! Well, they've already got forty-seven the, goals this season. I think the best result anyone's got at the Etihad is Hull, who lost only two 0 <laughs> Yeah, well, beat Norwich 7-0, uh, beat Tottenham 6-0, beat Swansea 3-0, uh, and then obviously the 6 yesterday as well. If, yeah. If they had away form, they'd be frightening, wouldn't they? <laughs> they'd be top of the table by a mile if they had away form. Yeah, away from home, they've uh, scored 12 and conceded 13 um, <laughs> at home. Um, they've only conceded five, but scored thirty-five. <laughs> wow! It's, it's, we said it before. It's strange that a team can be so good away uh, at home and not so good away. It does seem odd. Uh, you wonder with you have to remember as well with this game is that Arsenal played on Wednesday in the Champions League, whereas as Man City got to play on on the Tuesday. So it is very strange that they still had that Arsenal would have a day less and the early kickoff on a Saturday to play an away game. Yeah, at least make seem, it the the the, the, Friday, the Saturday five pm kickoff. Does seem very unfair to me. Yeah, I would have much rather have um, not got up early and missed Hull versus Stoke and watched Arsenal and <laughs> City probably work. <laughs> if you're the um, if you're the away team. If you're the away, t- the home team, sorry, and you've played on Wednesdays, it's a bit less in it, isn't there? You haven't had to travel again. Yeah. But they had an away game on on Wednesday night, mm. so I don't know. You don't know what day they travelled on, whether they travelled back that night or the next day. But either way, that's that's Thursday, pretty much written off. Yeah. Then one assumes that Friday they travel to Manchester. Yeah, have a little kickabout training session in the afternoon, and then a game. Which, and uh, coupled with that, the fact that Man City, although they managed to win the Champions League game against Bayern, they didn't take it seriously because they didn't play Aguero and they didn't play Yaya Torre. (laughs) So they've managed to rest key players because they'd already qualified, whereas Arsenal hadn't. Yeah, it shows how serious both teams took that, really, that they can still beat Bayern with a second string team. Well, a, a kind of second string team. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> when you've got that many good players, this doesn't really make much difference. Uh, let's go to Goodson Park. 4-1. Just Everton just look unbeatable at the minute. Fortress Goodison. <laughs> we are. We haven't been. We haven't been beaten in 2013 at home. The uh, now that's a stat. 
That is a stat, no. Uh, the Leon Osmond goal. That was superb. He'll do that. For me, that was the goal of the game. Such a sweetly struck strike. Better than the Morales goal. Uh, it's up there with it. But I, it's because he's English, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, Morales' hair uh, loses points for me. <laughs> <laughs> Berbatov's penalty. How cool is he? He made Howard make the first move and just rolled it into the other corner. <laughs> I don't know. You you get the impression that if Howard just hadn't dived, he'd just he'd stand he'd end up a pace Berbatov would end up a pace away from the ball going, Well yeah. no, you do it. You go <laughs> just go just sitting there going, Look, i literally I will wait all day. <laughs> yeah, because he did literally stopped, looked up, saw Howard move and thought, right, there we go, I'll put it in the other corner now. But <clears throat> Fulham they're in serious trouble this season, I think. They've got nothing else. I mean, Berbatov's popping up with a few goals, but not. There's no shame. There's no shame. There's no shame at losing at Goodison Park to Everton. <laughs> no, there isn't really. Title winning Everton. Second bottom, Fulham. <laughs> Four points off uh, uh, off of Sunderland. Minus fifteen goal difference. It's not looking good. Martin Yell's prediction of there being three worst teams and them could prove to be false. Well. I I think there potentially are. I I'm, maybe there's not a there are there's probably what five teams that I'd say are much of a muchness, mm. and a, like if you all of the promoted teams now, Crystal Palace have had a bit of a bounce. Yeah, seem to be doing okay. Okay, but you don't. That's not that won't carry on for all of them. We looked at remember what Hull did last time they were in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, currently... Uh, they, were, are, it top, they were in the top four at one point. Yeah. People got a little bit too excited about that. And then they went down in the <laughs> same season. <laughs> Let, let's see how Fulham are at the end of January, I'd say, because they've got some winnable fixtures coming up. Well, by winnable, I mean they need to win them. Um, <laughs> to, they, they, well, I say that. The next one is against Man City. Um, so that, don't... don't it, that the, well. Cottage. It is a Craven Cottage. It's a Craven Cottage. That's one. Um, but then they've got Norwich, Hull, um, West Ham. Uh, they also face Norwich again in the Cup. Um, and then Sunderland. Bloody hell, that's a massive month for them. Yeah, after that, you know, things get... That's going to make or break their season. I agree with, I agree with Colin. If you look, there are potentially teams there that are worse than them. Mm. And that's without talking about Crystal Palace... Um, how? Yeah, West Brom, West Ham. Yeah, West Brom. What are West Brom going to do now? No, <laughs> who's going to take their job? Personally, are they going to get someone better? I don't know. Are they going to get in better players? Alex I can't. Alex. He <laughs> <laughs> needs to knock another one of them Midlands teams off his list. Two down, <laughs> two to go. <clears throat> well, where should we go to next? Uh, Chelsea yeah I actually um, spoke to a friend of mine who was at the match who was actually at Stamford Bridge for this one yeah um, I asked him his thoughts on the game um, and he was a little bit sort of meh <laughs> you know he, he said yeah it was good Chelsea played nice um, but he didn't come away from it particularly excited 
Mm. Players did fairly well. Torres did okay. He was replaced by Denver Barr. Um, and I asked him outright, I said, uh, will Chelsea win the title? He straight out 100% said, no chance. He said, they're not going to win the league this year. Um, At least he's realistic. Well, I, I, I don't see why Chelsea don't have a chance, to be honest. No, neither do yeah. I. Mourinho's teams aren't are never flamboyant. They're always a bit meh, mm. but they get the job done. And I think if you look now, if there was one team out of all those top, out of the teams in the top six at the moment, who I'd be confident will come out of the sort of the Christmas period with the most points, Chelsea would be the one I'd go for. I, I don't even know who they who these te- guys are playing. I know Chelsea's got <laughs> Arsenal in that, but I do. Yeah. I, I just believe that they won't self-combust like Man City will do mm, an in an away game. And Jose will just very cleverly rotate his squad. Well, Colin, your friend got to see uh, Marouane Schemach score another goal. Indeed. You're in trouble, Ross. He's going to get 25. <laughs> this is his first time in his career. He's got three in consecutive league appearances. And... Yeah, I think he might do. It may take 18 months. My prediction for Steve Clark to get sacked took 18 months to come in. Schumacher may get 13 this year and 12 next year. But... <laughs> <laughs> it was a decent finish, actually. Yeah, egg on your face. <laughs> yeah, there is. <clears throat> but yeah, Pulis has got Palace. They're doing all right. 13 points from 16 games. They're doing much better than they were before we turned up anyway. They were absolute shambles. Yeah. And I was thinking only today when I was on the tube and I was thinking about Palace briefly. I was thinking, if if Palace were to stay up, yeah. would Tony Pulis be manager of the season? <laughs> it's going to take some job to beat, I think, Martinez if Everton finish in the top four. Yeah, well, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, Newcastle 1, Southampton 1. Uh, Southampton's goal in this. Superb counter-attack football. I thought Lallana, he got fully taken out as well, didn't he? But he still managed to get that ball just played around the corner to Rodriguez, who I've slammed in the past, but he did really well to burst all the way through the uh, Newcastle half of the pitch and played a little one-two with Steve Davis and nice finish as well. Yeah, it was neat. Mm. Um, like Remy missed an absolute golden chance though, didn't he? He did. We don't. Have to, we don't seem to talk about Newcastle that much, but they're actually quite good, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Look at their team. There's bloody good players in there. And Charlie Ramiobi. But the <laughs> <laughs> Goufran got another goal. It'll be interesting to see what happens in 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 January or in terms of what I, I think. Johan Kabay, or at least his agent, has made noises again that he might not necessarily still be there. <laughs> But he, he he made the same noises a while ago. He's still there now, isn't he? So yeah, can't take that man seriously. <laughs> no. What do you think to Newcastle, Colin? I don't mind them. I quite like them. Hmm. Um, Played decent football, I, didn't they? Yes, yeah, I seem to remember on this pod earlier on when uh, Newcastle were going through a bad reign of form. I was, I was th- there was no crisis at Newcastle. Um, there's a little bit of craziness going on behind the scenes with, uh, well, the banning of journalists and now requesting journalists to pay uh, for interviews, which is an interesting idea. Yeah. Uh, 
but no, I, I quite I quite like Newcastle, and um, I think there's not a million a million things wrong with that club. Alan Pardew's been there quite a while. There's a lot of stability there. Um, I think Adam makes a good point. I think a lot of people are going to be uh, looking at some of those players in January, and you know, Mike Ashley, if uh, someone's going to throw crazy money at him for one or two of his players, uh, I think he could be inclined to take it. Yeah, he's definitely going to take it. <laughs> he loves the money. <laughs> and wearing inappropriate football shirts in boardrooms. <laughs> they are his two favourite things. <laughs> he's a football man. Uh, there's a couple of other games from this weekend, and Cardiff beat West Brom 1-0. That was the game that ultimately got the Steve Clark's, uh, well, his uh, gardening leave papers. Good header from uh, Peter Whittingham. Lovely move from Cardiff. I don't want to praise him too much. I'm really, I'm not sure <laughs> Cardiff's doing well in the Premier League, but <laughs> that, that was important. Done well. That was a big game, wasn't it? Mm. I, I think so. I mean, just just one other thing. I mean, we also we touched on uh, Steve Clark earlier, but uh, I. Th- I heard a few journalists saying that um, on Steve Clark that him being dismissed by West Brom won't be any sort of slight on his managerial ability. I completely disagree. I, I, whenever a Premier League manager gets sacked, I always ask myself the question, would he get another job in the Premier League and which club would take him on? I don't think any of the other 19 clubs would touch him with a barge pole in the Premier League. Um, I think the only place he's going to get a job is uh, in the Championship. Well, that is, that is harsh? The- Maybe. I think that's the big problem in with with Premier League clubs and their recruitment in terms of being fired is seen as failure. Yeah. No one thinks of it as learning your lessons. You, I always I always cite the example of Rafael Benitez. Mm. As in he he'd been like he'd been fired in two or three jobs before he got the Valencia job. Yeah. And then won won La Liga. Yeah, they dominated Spain for a couple of seasons, didn't they? Then came to Liverpool, won a Champions League. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it is going to be tough for Clark, though, especially at the Premier League level. He probably will end up in the Championship, I think, have to uh, rebuild again. You just get the feeling that perhaps he's not got that sort of that sexiness about him, that sort of a cool appeal. Mm. And, and maybe, you know, we had the, the run in with Mourinho about the. Um, you know, including the FA with the referee, and was it or wasn't it a penalty? Maybe sometimes he's been a little bit too honest for his own good, Steve Clark. Um, yeah. And maybe that's a little sign of weakness. I, I, I don't know. Um, mm. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the future for him. Uh, the two other games, not really much to talk about. West Ham nil, Sunderland nil, and Hull. I really thought Sunderland were going to win that game. I had money on it as well. <laughs> yeah, you backed them, didn't you? I backed West Ham and Mike Hume God knows why. I've <laughs> got no strikers. It's always a risky strategy. But to be fair, um, Barsley's a danger at both ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam, you, you think um, Allardyce could be next for the chop? I think he could. I think he's in trouble. Mm. I'd be really disappointed in Spurs if they got rid of AVB. <laughs> yeah, before Allardyce or West Ham, yeah. Well, just in general, I don't mean... <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, I think Villas Burst is a brilliant manager. Yeah, um, he's trying to stamp his style, isn't he? Things aren't, go, things aren't going their way at the moment, but I don't know what. I think that perhaps you could find that if you stuck with him, 
maybe a season of slight failure this season would actually do Tottenham the world of good. Perhaps if they stopped playing the sodden Europa League. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd maybe. be able to see how how good this Tottenham team can be. Yeah, look at, look at look at what Liverpool are able to achieve at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And you wonder what they'd whether they'd be able to do that if they were playing in Europe. I don't think they would. Well, yeah, you, no. you look how fresh they are every week, and that that really showed today against Tottenham. They they were just quicker to everything. It's not just the matches; it's the travel. Yeah. That disrupts everybody. That's I think a, a lot of people don't take that into consideration. Um, uh, on Big Sam, though, I think Big Sam's safe. I think, I think he's fine. Yeah, he's yeah. his contract up this end of the season. I think he signed a two-year contract last season. I'm not sure. Oh, right. Hmm. But, I mean, the thing is, look, if West Ham are in a relegation dogfight, then the guy that you do want is Big Sam. I think if you're going to get rid of him, get rid of him at the end of the season. But I think he's, he's going to keep in the Premier League, which is all that West Ham can hope for out of this season, I think. Yeah. I completely agree with you, Colin. I just think that the fact has been that the fans don't like him and never have. No, he doesn't play because the West Ham way, does he? Yeah. But, but I did love that when he first took over and they are in the Championship... They were criticising him for not playing in the West Ham way. And he said, well, look, the West Ham way just got you relegated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My way got you promoted. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and um, I don't think the owners like him either. No. He doesn't seem to be liked by many people. <laughs> <laughs> he just rubs people out the wrong way, I think. But you can't deny um, his track record, really, at keeping teams up. No, it doesn't. You could you could argue perhaps that spending fifteen million pound on a, <laughs> An a injured striker is um, yeah could could cause him some problems. But mm. how many of us watched the uh, the whole City Tigers take on Stoke in that thrilling game last night? <laughs> That's all our audience are listening saying exactly the same thing as well. <laughs> Terrible, absolute fucking terrible game of football. The highlight for me was Tom Huddleston. I imagine Sky had to pay people to advertise in that period. <laughs> when yeah. the game was supposed to be on as well, they did an ITV. <laughs> Let's not put this shit on. Yeah, we're sticking have it on right now. It's 6pm. <laughs> we're not going to miss any goals. No, Huddleston was trying his best. He seems determined to have to cut his hair. He was just shooting every time he got the ball. Uh, the bookies got a bit excited about Danny Graham scoring for two games consecutively, saying, "Oh, he um, put his odds right up for uh, another goal." <laughs> it's never going to happen. It's Danny Graham. He's <laughs> <laughs> not very good. Wasn't he really good two years ago? He was, but in that Swansea system where we had lots of good players around him, creating lots and lots of chances for him. You mean Joe Allen? <laughs> Basically, yeah. What he needs is a move to Liverpool. Get his career back on track. I'm sure Liverpool fans will uh, agree. Uh, that's all Saturday's games. Uh, what other games were there today? Norwich. Norwich won, Swansea won. Colin, you... Wasn't, wasn't on TV, so I can't tell you about that. No. Colin, you normally have, uh, you have the, the strongest opinions on Norwich in this podcast. What do you make to a one-on-draw with Swansea? 
I, I don't think there's that much to, to make, really. I, I don't <laughs> see a huge amount of difference between Norwich and Swansea. I think uh, Swansea would be quite happy with a point away from home. Mm. Norwich might be a little bit unhappy that they didn't win. Um, but I think for Norwich, it's enough, isn't it? They're getting enough points to keep them up. Yeah. Um, and I think if Chris Hewton can keep getting a few points here and there and just get through the January transfer window, then he's safe because he's he's another one who who I don't think is um is absolutely guaranteed of staying for the rest of the season. No. Well, the, I think the main takeaway from this is uh, Nathan Dyer. He's got a, a fractured right ankle after scoring the, the opening goal of the game. That's uh, Mark, uh, Michael Aldrop's what, what everything he talks about in his post match conference, basically. So that could disrupt their season. He's quite a big player for them. Gary Hooper is scoring, though. Yeah, he is. Yeah, now he's had his him. chance. Yeah, he's... Um, where some of their other signings have been a little bit hit and miss. Mm. Gary Hooper. We saw him do it at Celtic. Seems to be able to uh, do it for Norwich now. Yeah, he's a good goal scorer. He just needs a good run. You forward. told me he was going to score loads of goals and be playing for England. <laughs> Get him on that but he's, he's, he's scored four and six. In a Norwich shirt. That's not bad. He's been injured for a lot of the season as well. Who's he been playing though, Colin? Well, <laughs> Swansea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for the final game for today, uh, Man United, they weren't at home and they won a game. Uh, they beat Aston Villa 3-0. Uh, two goals for Danny Welbeck and one for Tom Cleverley. Danny Welbeck could have had a... I, I watched the first half and Danny Welbeck could have had a first half hat-trick. Really? Yeah, they were... Tearing him up all over the place. <laughs> he seems to have these games, doesn't he, where they just seem to just keep making chances for him. And then he'll just disappear for like five or six games, not do anything. I don't think that he doesn't do anything. I think I think he's a really good footballer. I like Danny Welbeck. I think that he goes and spends too much time doing a team team job instead of Yeah, he's taking the really role, isn't he, of going out left and, and I that. suppose that'll happen when you haven't got when you've, you're, you're competing with Van Persie and Rooney for a starting position <laughs> as a centre forward, you're probably yeah. going to struggle. Pretty tough. Quite a bit of competition. There's a bit of needle in this game as well. Really? Um, yeah, you know, a little bit of uh, just pushing and shoving. Um, nothing too crazy, but quite a lot of yellow cards. Um, there's one incident in particular where it was um, a Manchester United uh, corner and. and Gare and uh, Gabiak Bonbahor got into a little bit of a, a hoo-ha with each other. But um, one thing I took away from this is that Tom Cleverley looked all right. <laughs> and, and he scored a goal. Um, there wasn't, you know, people say that Manchester United are, are a bad team and all this sort of stuff. I, I, I don't get it. They, they, looked, they looked completely in control of this match from what I saw. They looked fine. It's only Villa though, isn't it? Continuing my campaign of hate against Aston Villa, I just think it'd be the worst team in the Premier League to support. Never going to go down. Never going to finish in the top seven. <laughs> it's boring. Turns out Lautman was injured, Ross. Oh, really? Yeah, because he played and he came back in this game. Oh, oh okay, fair enough. And, and Colin, I've been saying this about Tom Cleverley for ages. He's a he's a decent player, but is he... he doesn't do it in an England shirt, though. Does he's he? I mean, control a World Cup game for England. But he doesn't necessarily—he's not—he's not a player who does control a World Cup game. He's but he's—he'll—he just keeps the play moving. 
Mm. He's the complete opposite of most of the midfield players we've got. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's the answer and he's the player like who says, like you say, he'll control it. But if you put him alongside someone who'll control it, he won't undo all the good work the other person's doing, <laughs> which is exactly what England's midfield does and has done for the last 20 years. Yeah, compete against each other. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, his finish was from a very tight angle and you thought 80-20% chance a keeper's going to save that. But no, he, he somehow got it past him. I don't know how he did it. But, but yeah, yeah, good finish. I haven't watched Man United very much this season. This Janosai, is he all that? I don't know. I don't know. He was brilliant in the first half that I saw today. Yeah. Um, he's a, a live wire, but I don't know if I look at him and think he's all, like you say, he's all that, but then, you can see, even in the early Ronaldo days, he had something about him that you knew was a little bit special. And people compared him to, uh, or genocide to Ronaldo in his first season at Man United um, after that first game where he scored two. I've done, I, from what I've seen and what I've heard, he hasn't really kicked on in the same way. I just wonder if it's it could be a lack of pace where he doesn't have absolute blinding pace like Ronaldo had. Yeah. Which is obviously headline grabbing. Mm. It gets your attention. Um, that could be why you don't see him in, the, in quite the same light as that. It could. I don't know what else. It, it could be that that perhaps I'm not sure how well Moyes trusts young players. Mm. Well, yeah, if you that's, look, that's shown at Everton, wasn't it? If you look at he didn't he. You could say, in one respect, you could say that that he brought Wayne Rooney through carefully and and he did a good job. Mm. Or you could say that actually he was good enough already and he was holding him back. Yeah, he, there was no he, way he couldn't play Rooney, could he? It's difficult, you'll never know. But a better example perhaps will be Ross Barkley. Yeah, correct. Look at what, what Ross Barkley's doing this season. Mm. And... Last season, he was being shipped out on loan all over the place. Yeah, mainly Yorkshire. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday leads. <laughs> he looks a talent, and he, he looked good enough last season. He was when he was on the pitch for us, and when he was in the pitch for Sheffield Wednesday, to be fair, he was the best player on the pitch by a mile. And he he knew it himself. He'd do things that he just think, well, if this doesn't come off, what's going to happen? They're not going to sub me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm better than you. Yeah, exactly. And the only person disagrees is Neil Warnock, it seems. <laughs> Michael Brown. You should have, um, they should have done one of the deals like they've done with um, Barcelona, done with De La Feu, where apparently we have to pay Barcelona every time he doesn't play. <laughs> We'd never have got him We'd... in the first place, you ain't got any money. That makes perfect sense though, doesn't it? Do you not think? If you're sending a young mm. player out on loan... Yeah, a real prospect as well. Pay, say you can have him for free. We'll pay his wages, mm. but every every week he doesn't play. Yeah, you can you can pay his wages. <laughs> yeah, pay as you don't play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's in everyone's interest, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's definitely in the interest of the player. Most of all, isn't it? That he needs to be playing games, and a club is not really going to want to stump up to not play. Not play him, so stick him on the pitch. Perhaps you can only do it with players 
who are perhaps seen as the a talent at the level of that that Delefeo is. Yeah. Because perhaps other clubs aren't willing to take that kind of gamble. Mm. Yeah, possibly. If you're you're taking a player on loan and then you get him and you he knocks around for a bit and you think actually mm. he's a bit shit. Yeah. Or it could be good negotiation by Everton. Maybe Barcelona was saying, hey, look, you know, you don't really deserve this player in our opinion. <laughs> and Everton have negotiated a deal that said, look, well, we can prove that we are. And this is how serious we are about him. How yeah. about this for a deal? Here's an offer you can't refuse. Barcelona, take it. Are you saying that that Bill is a shrewd operator? <laughs> Smooth operator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we talk about some championship football then, Colin? Uh, You're on your own. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can have some quiet time, Adam. Uh, <laughs> only one win for the home team in the championship yesterday. Very strange. Two draws and all the rest were away wins. That um, Blackburn, you mean? Blackburn, yeah, beat Millwall at home. The Wigan did win today. Oh, home. did they? Yeah, Juve Rosler got his, his his first win since he uh, recently joined Wigan. Yeah, I think it's a good move for him. It's a good step up. What do you think? It was at yeah. uh, Brentford, wasn't it, before? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great club for any aspiring manager to go to, mm. you know, with the, the backing of Dave, Dave Whelan, because he's going to want to get back into the Premier League as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't working under Iron, Iron Coyle. He only got five months, but it, it didn't look like he was going to turn around at any point either. I've, I've never rated Owen Coyle. I think he's a bit of a big head. He was going to be the next Arsenal manager at one point. Well, what can you say to that? Eh? <laughs> I, I remember an um, I remember a five live radio interview, and there was the creme de la creme on this show. There was uh, Owen Coyle and Neil Warnock, and Dave Whelan was on there. He was, he was probably talking about his broken leg in the FA Cup final, <laughs> that sort of thing. And uh, they they couldn't suck up to him enough. Really? Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave, what a wonderful chairman you are, you know. And, I, and it was just, oh, it was sickening listening. Um, but I, I just remember that, you know, Owen Coyle basically just sucking up to Dave Wheeling. I thought, yeah, you're yeah. on to something here. Yeah, do you know what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, the top of the table was changed ever so slightly then from last weekend. QPR back to the top. Uh, Burnley and Leicester both played out a one-all draw. Uh, QPR got a, the 2 0 away win at Blackpool. Uh, Derby did a good run. They beat Charlton 2-0. Derby up to fourth now. Uh, Reading beat Huddersfield away. They're in fifth. And unbelievably in sixth place uh, is Leeds. A 3-0 away win against Doncaster. It, it wasn't that unbelievable that we'd beat them. And we've, well, they've beaten us for a long time, have they? Not really, but um, Yorkshire Derby's always throw up a few surprises. Um, but not today. It was it, well, not Saturday. It was it was quite comfortable for Leeds, really. Yeah, well, the scoreline says it was. It was a little bit different, wasn't it? The second half, they absolutely dominated us. We had two chances. We scored them both, and it killed the game. But they had a goal ruled out for offside that wasn't really offside. Paul Dickhoff was a little angry about that, but he's a little angry about most things. He's just a little angry. I think with this Leeds side. Um, I mean, as a Leeds fan, Ross, I'm not sure how you feel about this, but if Leeds are there or thereabouts in the playoff positions after Christmas, I personally would feel slightly confident about finishing the playoff spots. I don't think that first or second 
is possible for a team like Leeds. They just nice. don't have the squad depth. Um, but I think if you look at Leeds and what McDermott's doing, he's been quite shrewd. Um, most of the players that he's got are only ever going to go one way, and that's they're going to get better. Mm. They're, a lot of them are young, um, inexperienced. They're, they're only they're only going to learn more and more. Um, and if they're in sixth at the moment, you'd like to think they could maybe sustain a bit of a challenge to keep themselves in the playoffs. Yeah. And the, the run of form is pretty good at the moment. Well, Alex Morat looks the player, doesn't he? He does. Um, he's a left footer as well, which I think makes it more appealing to the eye. <laughs> and I think uh, within two seasons, he's definitely going to be playing the Premier League. Whether that's with Leeds or with somebody else, I don't know. But he's going to be in the Premier League, I think. Yeah. And another good goal for Ross McCormack. It takes his total to 16 for the season. League goals, 17 overall, I think. Not bad. Not bad at all. He's reinvented himself. Yeah, as a goal scorer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, At the bottom of the uh, championship, you've got Barnsley, Sheffield, Wednesday and Yeovil. Uh, Charlton and Doncaster just above them and uh, Middlesbrough in 19th. The Isle Karanka taking over hasn't really helped them a great deal. It's kind of no. just carried on as they were, really, <laughs> drawing games. <clears throat> All right, well, let's move on to um, our betting corner then. Uh, we had a couple of wins last week. Uh, Colin, you had uh, a win, but with a bit of an adjustment, didn't you, because of the uh, what happened in Scotland? Yeah, well, um, I had Celtic, Chelsea and Rangers to, to win in my bet. Um, Celtic and Chelsea delivered. Um Rangers didn't deliver uh, because the temporary stand put in place, uh, Stenhouse Muir was blown down, <laughs> or, or it had it had structural damage, um, should I say? Blown so uh, that game was. I don't know straw. if it was blown down. I don't know if it, <laughs> papier-mâché. Um, I, I don't know if it was blown down, but there was structural damage, so the game couldn't go ahead. Um, so only two of my three came in. Um, so I think you've adjusted it. Accordingly, haven't you? You've you've given me uh, yeah, me and Adam had a two thirds of yeah, we had a bit yeah. of a, a debate, and it came back that you had a, a four pound return for Celtic and Chelsea, which probably still sounds a little bit too generous, but still, <laughs> it's a four pound return, so that puts you top of the table on plus nineteen. Um, I had my second win in two weeks. That's taken me from minus one ten to minus twenty five now. We're in second place. Nice. Uh, Greg is in third on minus ninety. Tom fourth minus one hundred one. And Adam at the bottom there, minus 180. And then we've got James with an asterisk. If he um, ever resurfaces, he's on minus something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I just want you to keep on doing that so I don't come bottom. <laughs> he's at the bottom with an asterisk in a minute. Yeah, that's got to be worse than... DNF <laughs> is surely worse than than last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with um, using Adam. What is your bet for this week? Oh, now you're asking. Um... <laughs> prepared professional to the bitter end I'll tell you Greg and, Greg and Tom's in as they're both not here uh, two of their most hated teams Tottenham and Southampton they're playing each other next week so Greg you've got um, Spurs to win 3-1 if that comes in that's a £230 return and Tom you've just got Saints to win if that comes in £26 <laughs> generous big time you can see I'm, I'm taking this seriously with my, I've decided it, I've just got to just keep going big <laughs> Um, one of them's going to stick eventually, so I've gone for 
gone for Tottenham to beat West West Ham in the Carlin Cup. Yeah. Um, Man City to beat Fulham. Right. Uh, Celtic to beat Hearts. Real Madrid to beat <laughs> Real Madrid to beat Valencia. Right. Uh, Barcelona to beat Getafe. <laughs> and um, QPR to beat Leicester. Oh. Okay. What's the return think, for that? I feel like Leicester are in a bad form. That's right, isn't it? Uh, uh, not, not great form. I'd put that down as a one-one draw myself. <laughs> but, but so precise. It could be, it could be anything <laughs> in the championship. Oh, um, so the return's one hundred eighteen pounds thirteen pence. Wow. Nice. Well, I've gone for Liverpool, Man City, Man United, and Leeds all to win next weekend. Ten uh, pound their returns, forty-five pound. Uh, Colin, what you got? I've gone for Celtic to beat Hearts, like Adam. Uh, in the Premier League, I've gone for Liverpool to beat Cardiff, Manchester United to beat West Ham, and in the Championship, Leeds to beat Barnsley. £10 returns £33.12. Oh, oh, oh. Football's Biggest Conversation Welcomes Football's Biggest Quiz it's ballers. Successfully answering questions in the rapid fire round allows a man of the post team to accumulate points to be used in the Super Showdown. In the Super Showdown, the man of the post members must work as a team in order to win. You say quiz, I say ballers. It's showtime. Let's play ballers. Now, since the Christmas season is upon us, uh, we felt it was only right to have a slightly festive edition of Ballers for this podcast. So, welcome to Jingle Ballers. Slightly different this week because Ross um, is a little bit of a turncoat. He's, he's joining the dark side. <laughs> he's, he's joining Adam on the Man on the Post team. I thought it was a bit so unfair to team up two on one against Adam. So he's sort of like poacher turned goalkeeper. He's, um, <laughs> or something like that. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be Adam and Ross uh, in the rapid fire round. As always, I'll alternate between Adam first and then Ross. Um, the points that you accumulate, you can then use in the super snowdown <laughs> round. I can tell you that uh, one point that you gain in the first round will carry over to an extra point at one point that you can uh, use in the super snowdown. Okay. Ross, you're still going to be timekeeper though, I believe. Yes. It will be legitimate. It will be three minutes. Okay, lovely. Unless my, my iPhone suddenly stops working for some reason. <coughs> yeah, so. I heard they do that. <laughs> so uh, I... I'm good to start it whenever you start the first question. Okay, as always, the, uh, the time will start when I ask the, the first question. That is to Adam. Uh, if you get the question correct, you'll hear this noise. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> if you get the question wrong, you'll hear this noise. No, no, no. <laughs> so, Adam, let's make a start. Here we go. The Brazuca Ball is on Twitter. Which ex-England player did it recently have a conversation with? Gary Lineker. Correct. Ho, ho, ho. 
Ross, <laughs> which non-ranked European team was moved from pot four to pot two to equal up the numbers in the World Cup draw? Oh, Jesus. Um... England got them. Italy. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Adam, Carlo Ancelotti's Real Madrid's Champions League press conference for their game against FC Copenhagen was interrupted by which organisation? Greenpeace. Cor- uh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Ross, which of these players were born on Christmas Day? Gary McAllister or Steve McManaman? Gary McAllister. Ho, ho, ho. Adam, which of these commentators were born on Christmas Day? <laughs> Guy Mowbray or Chris Kamara? Guy Mowbray. No, no, no. <laughs> it was Chris Kamara. Ross, Arsenal's Santa Cazola was signed from which team? Um, Malaga. Ho, ho, ho. Adam, in 2012, Radamel Falcao made a guest appearance in a Christmas panto in Madrid. Is that true or false? True. That's... No, no, no. Ross, which football club announced plans this week to build a 40,000 capacity stadium? Oh, Tom said it in our chat. Um... QPR. Ho, ho, ho. Adam, with Steve Clark being sacked this week, how many Premier League managers have been sacked since the start of this season? Two? Including Clark. Three. Three. No, it's four. Clark, Holloway, Decanio and Yole. Oh, no. Ross, Denver Barr has scored one league goal for Chelsea this season. How many league goals did he score for Chelsea last season? Was it two, four, six or eight? Two. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Adam, Chelsea defender and all-round winner John Terry shares his middle name with a future king of England. (laughs) But which current prince does he share his middle name with? Prince George. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Ross, George Best was born in Belfast in a stable. True or false? <laughs> um, false. Ho, ho, ho. Adam, who does Prime Minister David Cameron support? Um, Burnley? No, it's the Conservative Party. <laughs> no, no, it's actually Aston Villa. No, no, no. Uh, Ross? Glasgow Rangers away match this weekend was postponed due to structural damage of a temporary stand. But at whose ground did this happen? Oh, you said this a minute ago. Um, Air? It was Stenhouse. No, no, no. Stenhouse Muir. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) We've done pretty well there, Ross. Yeah, not bad. So, just check there. I've got you as getting nine correct answers. Well, I'll take that. So you have nine points to play within the Super Snowdown. This is going to be the first Super Showdown where both, uh, sorry, not both, all members of the team have taken it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I might do it, Greg. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> now, in this Super Snowdown, I'm going to give you a Christmas conundrum. Um, it's a mathematical equation, basically. Oh so it's quite straightforward. I want you to give me a figure, an answer, which is the number of goals 
scored in the Premier League this weekend minus the number of cards shown in the Premier League this week? Oh, my God. All right, start the time now, then. God. Your 90 seconds start now. Right, we can work out the goals. Yeah, so... So there was nine in the nine in the City Arsenal game. Man City game. Yep. yep. United won three 0 so that's twelve. Yep. yep. Liverpool won five 0 seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Uh, um, uh, uh, Everton won four one, so that's twenty two. Yeah. Yep. There was two uh, nil nils, so count them out. Cardiff won one nil, twenty three. Other games were there. One all uh, Norwich and Swansea. 24-25, one all between Newcastle and Saints. Yeah. So it's 27. Is that it? It's all the games? Could be. I think it is. I don't think we're missing any. Man City, Arsenal, Man United. Chelsea, uh, three. So what was that? We're on 27, weren't we? Yeah, so 30. They won 30. Now cards. No, did they, win? they won 3-1, didn't they? No, 2-1. Yeah, Ramirez and Torres got the goals and one for the other team. <laughs> I forgot they were playing. Come back. That's it, yeah. Yeah, 2-1. Right, cards. I've I, no idea. We've got 10 seconds left as well. Um, i say on average, what, three a game? Three a game, 10 games. <laughs> 30, so we're saying... Let's time up, Colin. Okay. So zero, then, is our number. <laughs> is it? Yeah, why not? <laughs> there you go, then, Colin. We're going with zero. You're going to go with zero? Yeah. I surely can't possibly be right. I'm not going to even ask you whether you want to go higher or low with your nine, <laughs> because the correct answer is zero. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? There were 30 goals and 30 yellow cards in this weekend's <laughs> games. Spot on. Unbelievable. Congratulations, team. Well, that was a very lucky guess. <laughs> that wasn't, it was just maths. Yeah. But when you were there, Ross, saying, oh, I think about three yellow cards a game, <laughs> 10 games, that's 30. I was thinking, oh. <laughs> I forgot all about the higher and lower, so. It's not even like we do this every week. Didn't even need it. No. 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 Up your game, boys. Rest of you. Up your game. <laughs> They're not listening. No, true. So <laughs> it's a win for the Man on the Post team in this one-off edition of Jingle Ballers. Join us sometime in 2014 for uh, more regular ballers. Okay, so with uh, our win in ballers this week, it brings an end to this week's podcast. Uh, and pretty much an end of the podcast this year there might one might sneak out before the end of the year but we're pretty much done for this year so i want to thank everyone that's listened to our podcast and everyone's downloaded it thank you very much we wouldn't keep doing it if people didn't download it because it'd be pretty pointless otherwise um i want to thank greg tom james colin chris emma um adam anyone else who's been on the podcast this year i haven't forgot anyone have i maybe one person i can't remember his name <laughs> That guy that was from Birmingham that time. Uh, I want to thank the... Ed. I want to say his name was Ed. Knowledge. Uh, I want to thank the football family for hosting, well, uh, posting up our podcast on their website every week. Head over there, uh, read their articles, follow their tips. They're pretty good. 
and just a big thank you to you two guys for turning up pretty much every week and doing a podcast with me. You're more than welcome. Um, I hope you both have very Merry Christmases. And until we return, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Happy Christmas to everybody and Happy New Year. Um, also, you might be interested in an article that I put onto the Mandel Post website, which oh, yeah. looks at whether home teams have an advantage at night matches. Um, some quite interesting results on that, and all the analysis is included in the article. Yeah, so head over to manofthepost.com. It's the very top article on that page. Very good. Are they your own? Are they your own stats, Colin? They're, they're my own stats. Yeah. And I mean, own, obviously, yeah. it's it's based on results from last season, but yeah, I put the stats together. Yeah. The images look good as well. I like them. They finally work as well. And uh, a goodbye from Adam and a Merry Christmas. Yep. Well, he, Ross is putting words in my mouth. So yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And it's goodbye from me, and a very Merry Christmas from me. And uh, always remember to keep your man on the post. Right, so we need to go through the Christmas 11 that Tom has started and not finished. <laughs> Sound like him. Half a job. <laughs> um, he, well, he, to be fair to him, he got some, he got quite a lot of replies and we got some pretty good ones. Yeah. Um, so I, I've put down my favorite ones into an 11 and um, I'll see what you guys think about them. Cause you might have some, some better ones. I know you, you both suggested some of your own. <laughs> so um, obviously we're playing in a, in a, a four three two one, <laughs> topical. Yes. So in in goal, I've gone for. I thought the best suggestion we had was Roman Riefenfeller. <laughs> I didn't even see that one. That's excellent. Now, I'll admit that the left back and one of the centre backs are pretty poor. <laughs> I had we to come were up struggling, with, weren't we, for defenders? I had to come up with this one. This one myself, um, which is Seamus Lump of Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> And then someone came up with John Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> Hasn't he made it into three different Manal Post 11s now? <laughs> and, and then Ledley Free Kings <laughs> and Slayton Baines. Excellent. That was Slayton Baines was Collins. Good work. And then um, we've got um, Fabian Rudolph. <laughs> or as someone else suggested, just Fabian Elf. He yeah. works on. Another, le- another level, another one of Collins, which was Frankincense Lampard. <laughs> he had to get in there, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and then I think this is the man on the post favourite, which is Adam Fallalalalalana. <laughs> that is genius. Whoever came up with that, you are an actual genius. And then playing just behind the strikers, we've got um, Santa Clausola <laughs> and Le- Lionel Messiah. <laughs> Playing behind Dave Blitzen. Oh, good old Dave Blitzen leading the with line. A manager where I've, I've taken two here. They're the same person, and we had two entries where they blended. They went for different approaches. Right. It was your Jose Murini, <laughs> and then ho ho ho. <laughs> Extra uh, Christmassy. 
Yep, and we are playing at the St. Virgin Mary of Nazareth Stadium. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you to everyone that uh, contributed to that. Well, I've got a list of people. Oh, cool. We've got um, at Jenka76, um, Matt Whale, uh, Jordan Babs, um, Colin, <laughs> Tyler Evan, um, our good friend Captain's Armband. Um, Always gets involved. Tom Pearson, Colin again. <laughs> um, someone just called Tom, and his Twitter name is Mr. Br. So <laughs> fair enough. Um, and Ulster Psychopath. I'm not sure if that's a person, a campaign. <laughs> it's but a great Twitter up, handle, whatever it is. They came up with John Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> Although they spelled chocolate wrong. Oh, poor. <laughs> well thank you very much yeah, thanks for taking part yeah we'll, we'll, we'll try Tremendous. and do some more of these next year if the if Adam wasn't in the team <laughs> we'd probably be able to tweet the 11 but that is a lot of characters <laughs> yeah it is excellent cheers mate it's, it also might be our first 11 that doesn't include Yaya Torre yeah yeah Someone tried. Someone did suggest Yaya Turkey, but I just felt that was poor. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you can't force it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be teaming with Adam. Um, I can do the timing if you want. I've got my stopwatch ready. Good thinking, Ross. It'll be three, three and a bit minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> when you're listening back to it, it seems like it's gone on for six minutes. <laughs> yeah, when you uh, run out of questions. <laughs> I've got 19 questions, so that should be enough. Yeah. Um, to, 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 what was I going to say? Um, should we call it Jingle Ballers or Baubles, as uh, Tom suggested, or just Ballers? I like Jingle Ballers. Uh, Jingle Ballers. Jingle Ballers. Yeah. yeah, I like Jingle Ballers. I'll try and find a Christmas backing for it. Okay, I'm going to be running this off the PC since my printer decided to run out of ink. As well. well, welcome to the modern world. Yeah, surely you live in a paperless office, Colin. Uh, not quite, really. No. No, you think that as well. There's so much sodding paper in my office. <laughs> I think I personally print out a ream of paper a week. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right, I'm just trying to think how many points to give him the super show, super snowdown. Um, <laughs> um, so let's say, right, you, you're going to be pretty good at this, I reckon. So I that reckon is pretty just... good. That is my favourite part of today. I'm writing that down, super snowdown. Um, uh, see, I reckon you can get. T- no, that's fine. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll get one. One point equals one point. <clears throat> Okay. Scores are is it five eight? It's up to you if you want to mention that, Ross. Um, yeah, I kind of forgot to keep track of the score, overall score, so yeah, we'll ignore that. Man of the post are winning. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. <laughs>